Hello, and welcome to the Fantasy National Golf Club. This is Nice Shot Pods, featuring Tractor, the Rhino, the Moose, and Paul. It's a great time to be a golf fan as we come off the U.S. Open at Wingfoot and head straight over to the Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits. This week we dive deep on the course, we second guess captain's picks, and then finally we snap back to the sad reality that is 2020 and go dumpster diving at the fucking Corrales Punta Cana whatever the hell. Hey guys, welcome to yeah, this week's episode of Nice Shot Pods, brought to you by the FantasyNational.com. As always, FantasyNational.com slash pods, save 20%. Lot to discuss this week. U.S. Open's over, and it's Ryder Cup week. Who's yeah, pumped for the Ryder so Cup? pumped. Whistling straights. Yeah. A lot of the guys on this pod have played whistling straights, and we are going to get an in-depth course breakdown. I'm excited for the Ryder Cup this week. Are you guys? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah we're pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, what do you guys think of the captain's selections? <laughs> oh, I mean, I definitely think Bryson was a good pick coming off that win. Well, yeah, he's number two in the in the rankings. Yeah, but he wasn't. He was a captain. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, I thought the, got, the Will Zillatoris pick was a little questionable. Were you guys, were you guys <laughs> shocked that uh, Strix took his buddy Tiger? Oh No, you got to take Tiger. Just a waste of a teammate right now, though. Weather's going to be hot. It's going to get steamy out there. His back's going to be fine. Phil's first ever Ryder Cup, not on the team. No. Kind of cool. They made him an assistant captain last minute. Yeah. <laughs> He's, I mean, because he was crying on the phone. You and he's going to be like the, 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 the team barista, the too. Coffee for wellness for yeah. everybody in the range. He developed the pod system. He's got to stick with it. Uh, what a buzzkill if that's not happening. I saw like some tweet today, like weather forecast for whistling, and it's like upper 60s, low 70s all week. Like this would have been perfect. perfect. But it's okay. We got the what, what, Corrales what would the team, Punta What would the teams be right now? I was thinking about this. Like, you oh, could arguably like say, like, this is one of the best teams the U.S. has ever had. And if you would have said, like, a year ago, oh, like, Jordan Spieth's still going to be lost, you know, 60th in the world. Brooks Kepka's going to have a knee injury and can't play. You'd never think that. But, I mean, just look at how, like, DJ's playing. Bryson, Webb, Morikawa, Shoffley. Like, yeah, how many, like, first-time guys? Yeah. <clears throat> how many first-time guys do we have? Shoffley uh, would have been a first-time. Berger? Sh- yeah, Berger would have been probably in the team. Morikawa. Fino's been on one. Uh, oh yeah, he was out. He was in Paris. Yeah. Would Wolf potentially be a captain's pick? I would think so. Maybe the way he's been playing the last, like somebody like Ricky might not be on the team. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I left out Thomas. Yeah. Like I mean, he's yeah. JT, don't forget him. Rhino, you might. I don't know. Rose might not have made it like you predicted for Europe. He's trash. Although nobody in the Europeans, other than like Rory, Rom, is anybody really playing great? From I mean, not many of them have played much this year. I feel like over here. Right. So no. I can't. I can't seem to flip over to the uh, European team here. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, even though oh, we don't yeah, have the Ryder Cup, the we have the Payne Valley, Payne's Valley Cup streaming. Is it tomorrow on night, Tuesday at three p.m. Eastern? I thought I said something like Sky Sports, like so. Yeah, so they'd have or 7 uh, Tommy Fleetwood, John Rahm, probably no Molinari. Oh, he's not. Been, yeah, he's so kind of disappeared. Fleet. Uh, no, the. It's funny. It's almost yeah, like Rose is nowhere on here either. So it's Fleetwood. It's funny how was it? Oh, I, I think that, but I, um, going back, I was just thinking about like what was Spieth's demise. He can't really point it back to the Masters that he washed one because then didn't he just come back and win win the British shortly after? But it seemed like Molinari, his game totally fell apart last year at the <clears> Masters. 
He was so hot. Yeah. Oh, and he, never then he washed back. it yeah. and he like never recovered from it. Yeah. Um, Let's get into uh, the so, last week's U.S. Open. Bryson DeChambeau with a big W. He said, I'm going to hit it as hard as I can, as far as I can, because I'd rather hit wedge out of the rough than a seven iron. And he proved to be right. And I think it proved, too, that just like they showed the stats. I think the field hit 39% of the fairways only. So whether you hit it far or short, everybody misses, was missing fairways. So, right. And actually, Bryson was above average for accuracy. Yeah, he was like 23rd, right? Because yeah. I saw everybody complaining. Like, I think Lee West would even have him. Like, I, it was, I remember when, you know, hitting fairways used to matter at the U.S. Open. And I saw a deal that like seven U.S. Open winners have finished – in the bottom half of driving accuracy, and this was not one of them. So, I don't yeah, know. I, I think he hit twenty three fairways for the week, and they made it sound like that was like absolutely nothing. And then the right. next lowest was Cabrera at Oakmont, hit twenty seven. So that's like one more fairway a day. It's really was he? He was longest in the field, I would assume. Who Bryson? No, he was like fifth or sixth. Wow, because I, I mean, I saw Wolf was hitting yeah, by uh, him a lot of the day. Rory gained more. And Rory gained more strokes off the tee than he did. Yeah, Rory was longer so and straighter. The number one guy, I can't remember who it was, but it might have been Wolf. Um, but anyway, but it's yeah, six I know shot, everybody man. wants to talk about his distance, but he did. He was number one in scrambling, I think. He was second in approach. His putting was, I don't know what he was in putting, but he had to have been top five or ten. So it's like a lot of aspects that you need in the U.S. Open, a lot of people overlook because they're so focused on, oh, it's his distance, why he, you know. No. Pulled this right. off, and I mean, these are ridiculous. Like no doubles, too, is absurd. That's insane, especially on that golf course. So tricky. Um. So yeah, this is kind of interesting. So like he 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 gained four point five strokes putting. It's just probably around like fifteenth. I can't really count this up off the top of my head. But the only guy that gained more strokes putting that didn't lose strokes in any of the other categories was Harris English. So like so everybody that gained more strokes putting than he than DeChambeau did. Lost strokes either around the green approach or off the tee. One, you know, one or more of those. So he was the only one who didn't lose strokes in any facet of his game that had as much strokes game putting as he did. It's a lot of caveats and conditions. This is also a pretty interesting stat. Bryson's first 14 majors, zero top fives, zero top tens. Best finish was the T15 at the 16 open, and he missed six cuts. Scoring average of 72.5 with four rounds in the 60s. Last two majors, obviously two in the top five with a scoring average of 68 and six rounds in the 60. So, yeah, he's played pretty well his last two majors compared to his first 14. Who knew? Yeah. Well, Harris English off to a rough start yesterday. You guys saw that. That's brutal. Yeah. First, it didn't look like it was all that wild of a tee shot, but no. Three from the tee. And that's, I mean, you could kind of tell like it must have hit that tree because. All, like you saw, like the handful of marshals that were over there, all kind of start looking around. Yeah, and they like just, a, it was stuck up in the. That's tree one of those. With, if there would have been fans, they for sure would have found it. But hey, did, I wasn't really watching the the day when Danny Lee six putted eighteen. Did he WD after that? Yeah, like instantly. I mean, I watched was he like in last just kind of like place after it. that happened, or what was that, Paul? Was he in like last place after that happened, or um, not that was really? Saturday, right? Yeah, because I think he shot seventy seventy five, so he made it by one, and then he. He was only like three over on the day. And then so I think, yeah, I shot 78 or 79 when it was all said and done. So, I mean, yeah, he would have been bottom bracket. But, I mean, dude, you're playing in the U.S. Open. You signed up for this. It's not a good look. No. Sounds like a crybaby who just wanted to just put on his poopy pants and quit. Like, I'm sure if he would have like thought about it, like the next time, like, yeah, whatever. I'll go play. Yeah. 
it sounds like one of those like fuck this I'm out of here moves. Yeah, right. But um, Ricky and Bubba both lost more than six strokes putting this week over four days, but gained in gained strokes everywhere else. So that's got to be a frustrating week for them as well, especially for a guy like Ricky who's so clean and like pretty pretty pure from 15 feet and in on those greens, and usually makes I, I would. Assume he made at least a few doubles and X's. Oh, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know if that guy's ever going to get a major. Ricky? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like him to. For sure. No. I mean, he's a great game. What, what major do you think he's got the best chance at? The Open. Yeah. Masters? No, the, no open. the Open. I'd say the Open, yeah. Or maybe a PGA. I see a PGA out of him. That's very fair, too. Yeah. I, I think it'd be kind of like he got his players. It'd be like a backdoor kind of a thing. Trailing by five, going into the final nine, and... Light the world on fire. What year that, was it where he took top five in all majors? Was that 14, 16? It was around? whatever the year that Kyra won it. Yeah, it was Pinehurst. 14. Yeah, I think 14. That sounds right. Yeah. He was with Phil at Valhalla, I think. Oh, and Rory played through? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, for me, I think it's the Masters frame because, like you said, Ryan, it's like I think that back nine in Augusta lends yeah. itself to somebody shooting a 31 30 or something and winning. Sure. And I sure. think he, he, that's the type of, type of tourney he could thrive on, but. But this no, week's got a lot of time, Ricky. Yet, so this, no. I, he does have a lot of time, and I mean, yeah, it was it's twenty fourteen was the season. Yeah, this is Bryson's week. What did, I mean? Yeah, were you guys excited to see him win? Did you? I, I mean, I'm, he's growing on me more and more. Like, I mean, the antics are there, but like, I think just incredible what he's done over the last year and like through COVID to yeah. literally just. And I also think it's awesome that someone went Moneyball on freaking golf. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right, it was like just changed how it's thought of. Like, well, that would make sense, but I'm just going to do this. Like, I know my wedges are so good, I'm just going to hit it all the way down there, and I don't care where it is. You know, I mean, like, it's just very different thought process, and it's fun to watch. I mean, again, I think it, some of the distance stuff kind of drives me nuts because he's not the longest guy, right? Right, right, right. And I think it kind of takes away from some of those guys, but also has anyone on tour ever made the leaps and bounds in distance that he has at all, let alone in that short amount of time. Yeah, I mean, one thing about it, you can't question the the work ethic and and that. Like, that's one thing you have to give him kudos for, whether you like him or not. But yeah, like I mean, he said, now he's gonna be his goal. He wants to put fifteen more pounds on by the Masters. It's like <laughs> and play a forty eight inch driver and start hitting at three seventy. I want to see how what he does out there. I mean, at some point, you got to lose flexibility and like other parts of his game are going to start to fall off. But who knows? I mean, you can't doubt the guy. Well, anymore. you don't have to practice hitting irons gonna... and all you got to do is practice hitting drivers and wedges. Saves you some time. Which he did do. He was the last guy on property on Saturday night. I would, I would be ripping curious. Drivers. It seems like his, I think his wedge play was pretty good this week. But for a while there, he was kind of struggling with those, you know, half wedges and that, which is what he was giving himself a lot of with how far he's hitting it. But, uh, um, like I was playing with Rocco couple of months ago he's like i think it would really suit him well if he would go back to like the standard length wedges sure, sure. just his wedges because he's like they're so long and it's like those feel shots are harder to hit with that long of a club obviously but so like it, so i don't know it's not hard to argue with the results he's put up but yeah they're all based off of, and he does it's not like he really chokes down so they're all based off of like a six iron length yeah. is that correct so his like 58 six degree is like a six hour six iron yeah, six or seven. I think it's seven iron, actually. Okay. If you saw him at a local club, what would you guess his handicap was? Just his, I, based on his swing. Like 14, 15? 
No, God, no. I mean, he's, I mean, with that straight arm out and the... All you have to do is see him hit one tee shot. One anything. Oh. I mean, he's... Oh, yeah, yeah. It's funny. I mean, like, it, it. Like I saw Rory's comments basically saying, like, this isn't a great direction for golf. I mean, it was kind of a backhanded compliment. Like, kudos to him. It's unbelievable what he's doing, but I don't know if it's the best thing for golf or... Obviously, I'm misquoting him, but it, it's it's funny to see guys get all butthurt about it. Because, again, Tractor, he's put in the work. He's... He went and he went Moneyball on it. I feel yeah, like, exactly. Same like, metrics. I don't think that what he did is suited for everyone either. Like, right? Not to be all golf reporter guy, but like the body types of certain people are not meant to. Like, I think I saw some article today. Is like you mean you don't not, think like Zach it would not Johnson work for like Colin Morikawa to put on fifty pounds? Like, <laughs> wait, so you don't think Zach Johnson can bulk up enough for this? Wow, right. you sure? Well, <laughs> he. I mean, he was also a good player, like amateur right. player before he got well, into yeah. this too. So it's like he was a really good all, player, he, like last year, one, year before too. Like he won three times last year, I think. Like yeah, he's won he's won one major in an era where there's no fans. Not saying that he can't handle the pressure, but it's like everybody's like, oh, it's so amazing what he's. I mean, granted, like his performance over the last six nine months is pretty insane, but it's like. I don't think it's going to revolutionize everything or change the game until he wins about six more. Fair. I mean, but I mean, post-COVID, he, he, well, he won Detroit. I think he's taken a couple seconds, right? I mean, his, his record's been pretty unbelievable. And I mean, in terms of his career resume, I mean, I think he joins Tiger and Jack in terms of having a U.S. Amateur NCAA championship and a U.S. Open. I think he's only three guys who've done that. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty... And He's also, when he was an awesome career so far, yeah, when he was paired with Patrick Reed too, uh, that's definitely the lesser of two evils in my book. Oh so, yeah, so it's like how do, how can you hate on Patrick or on uh, Bryce Duchambeau in any capacity when you're standing next to Patrick Reed? Yeah, didn't Reed have some other like kind of kerfuffle again this week? Yes, yeah, yeah. Somebody sent that video out. I'm surprised that didn't catch. It did more play. the next morning. The next morning, it was all over. Um, I didn't like see it on Instagram. TV though. It's not like it was on Instagram. Uh, bunch of it. I saw social media. I didn't see any coverage. I didn't see NBC. So he was like pounding down. He was pounding down the, well, the collar. That's where, you had, that's where you can't really tell what he was doing. Was he just grounding the club regularly to get ready for a shot? Or was he improving his lie by pressing down? It was like really in between. If it was any other player, do you think that they would have No one ever would have thought about it. No one would have said a thing. I don't know. I mean, it's not too dissimilar to what Rom got penalized for. Earlier. I mean, the ball never I mean, moved, so they had that going. That's on. true. He did ball didn't move, and yeah. he's still stuck with wedge, right? Did he like yep. change the way he hit the wedge? Did he like belly wedge it, or I never, I don't know. I or? couldn't find anything on it. Okay. Oh, he stuck. I thought that he went to putter after that. I think yeah, that, that was the initial report, but I think he stuck. I think he did chip it. Oh, he yeah. did. Okay, yeah, that's so the that same was, thing. Like, Remember that news? clip from a few years ago where he put like a fairway, like an iron down behind his ball in the yeah. rough. Yeah. Yep. And then he and then all of a sudden he like took a wood out and like was like rolfing or something. He's like, well. The lie I saw, you wouldn't have been hitting a wood. Right. Like he puts the iron down to just. Yeah, that's when I saw it. I was like, "Oh, here we go again." And you're like, part of it too. Like, who knows what's going on in that guy's head? But why would you? You're going to be like the most scrutinized player. Yeah. Why are you doing anything at all? Like even remotely close. Like even but, if it's probably within your right, but it seems a little sketchy. Why yeah. are you doing it when you're in the final group of the U.S. Open? Yeah, because the TVs are going to cameras are there. They're going to be showing you. You know. Now here's 
I'm going to do my best to defend Reed here and like my so oh, I could imagine too like where you go like you're thinking hey this isn't a lie that I can get a wood through you go set your club down you go hey you know what this is a lot thinner than it looks maybe I can go grab a wood so then yeah no these yeah. the no you got we watched the videos of it there was none of that yeah there was it was like. It, all of a sudden, I had a big, giant tuft of grass where I couldn't get to the ball. And yeah. Then, oh, man, look at that. There's no grass behind the wall. Okay. Retracted. You're not testing the integrity of the grain of grass. You're patting no. it down to make a yeah. cleaner No, path. I got you. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. But I, I had a wedding or whatever in the afternoon, and so I was kind of getting ready half watching. And he was he had it to five and looked like he was just cruising. And I pulled it up on my phone. I think like right after a, a friend of ours had sent that clip out and he completely melted down. What do you shoot eight over on the back? Seven. seven or eight over. over on the back, yeah. Seven over on the day. Yeah. Whoops. That's oh. too bad. So I, I actually assumed there was maybe a penalty that came out of that too. So what did I? Same thing. I was like, well, he must nope. have been penalized. Yeah. That's the case. So he came back on Sunday. I think he was still top 15, wasn't he? <sighs> I don't know. Patrick Reed he finished register t- in my mind a lot. Yeah, he finished T13. So. Okay. Wolf had another good tournament. I think so. Was he T? He was top five, I think, at the PGA too, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he, he was fourth at the PGA. Hell yeah! Um, so good call, the Rymanac, Rhino Manac. I'm just, I yeah. Um, it's just you had fun. a good comment. You had a good comment. Was it Sunday, Rhino, where he sent out a little group test? It's like, did all of a sudden the three M break out here or whatever bryson versus wolf yeah bryson wolf and then just a bunch of other guys that, i mean because they both eagled nine right which was by far the easiest on the golf course but that's still pretty sick bryson made that putt mm-hmm. and that was right about when the vikings were folding and i'm like oh my goodness and then he knocks it in right on top of him like here we go and then i figured xander was going to make a move but that's the thing that golf course you can't can't you couldn't really do much right i mean might be able to make one or two on the back, but Bryson was the only guy under par, right? Yesterday? Yeah. Three, yeah I think he shot yeah. 300 and everybody else shot 70. Or, or yeah, I think I read somebody today too that said this is technically like a top three U.S. Open round of all time. I believe it. Like in relation to he beat the field by the field average by over seven shots yesterday. It's a lot. Yeah, hmm. it's funny too because they're like, I think Thomas at one point got it. I think he birdied 13 maybe. 12 or 13. 12 is a part 5, but I can't. Some of these 12 to get to like 3 over. Like, oh, if he can just get it to even par, he has a chance. I'm like, well, he's got three par 4s that are like 500 yards left. Like, yeah, there's no. He's not, like, he's not playing the last six holes three under. Like, <laughs> and he didn't. Nobody no. did. Looked like a sweet golf course. Held up. But it, yeah, it you didn't. Know what, get, I think that was kind of back to. I didn't hear too many complaints this week. And it. It's like well, I think that's all also a course that they like expected and wanted. The players knew it's just going to be right. like, but fair, but really hard. Yeah. You know, like it wasn't like yeah. the green yeah. baked out or something like that, right? Yeah, and, that's and they what, knew what it was coming in, so it wasn't like, oh, this course normally plays X Y Z, and oh, now they're going to try to trick it up. Like that's yeah. what it is. Like yeah, that course, you're right. Like that course, Oakland, like they're built for evenish par to win. Like this is. With how hard they are, but then you know, of course, like Aaron Hills, Chambers Bay, the only way to get scores around, even if that's what they want it to be at, is to do stupid shit and you know put the course on the edge, and that's really get in trouble. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't even think they could put that course on the edge with the greens, with like how undulated right. that was. You know, what I mean, like to me, that was the fun part about that tournament was like watching 
some of the like watching them use the slope on a lot where they'd hit you know to the back left corner of the goal. Well, how about how about Rory Sabatini yesterday? He was going to play like basically like a U shot, and he left it on the wrong side of the ridge up top. <laughs> Never got it down the hill. Oh, screen. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. It happens, you know. I mean, it's, you know, especially at like Augusta or something like that, you see that stuff all the time. But I love just watching the balls roll and I was surprised how, getting it up to the top and just seeing it all of a sudden. They're fucked because they're. I was surprised how uh, low the scores were uh, day one. And it sounds like the grounds crew people were not pleased how they set it up. Well, I think the, the pin positions were far from cake, but let's just say not traditional wing foot US Open positions. And then. I think they moistened up the the grass in the morning. Yeah, well, I think it was warm. It was close to eighty degrees that day too. So I think humidity kind of kept it. Yeah, well, sounded like they yeah, goose I mean, the sub air Thursday night, and yeah, it took over the rest of the week a little bit. Oh no, clearly not as good as the PGA Championship. We'd say right this year. Uh, no, of- no, I wouldn't say. Or I I would agree with you most. Yeah, um, I think it just kind of boils down to the finish too. I mean, three holes left. There's Six numerous guys they can win i mean yeah the pga was fun because you really 45 yeah. minutes before it's all said and done you really don't know what's going to happen until more cow eagles yeah and this is basically a two dog fight one of the dogs or you know nobody came up that wasn't right there right one guy fell back and and it just wasn't a whole lot of drama there but did you guys see the phone call with uh bryson and his family afterwards a little bit i thought that was really awkward i watched what happened they just like did a thing where like you know how they'll do that thing with Amanda Balionis where they're next to the wall and she asks them the questions and blah blah blah. Well, they did a similar thing where he got to call his family who were having like a mini COVID party where there's maybe his parents and I think his brother and maybe like a couple other people there. And it's just kind of like a congratulations, like oh thank you so much for sacrificing everything. And it was just kind of like nobody really wanted to say anything because they knew it was on TV. Just yeah, like, yeah, we'll see in two weeks. Or I'll see you soon, a couple days, and blah, blah. It's just it kind of nice, but I was going to say it was nice that he finished it. He made that putt at, on the last hole. That was a pretty good bender. You could tell that he wanted it. I think you, you saw him do a little praying before he hit that putt. And I think he thought he missed it, and it just crept in. I thought he did, too. I thought yeah, he for sure. way out there. And then uh, Wolf, right after him, looked like he put it on the exact same line, and his didn't move back. So, But I don't know. it was good. But you know what? We're off to the... Corrales Punta Cana now. Oh, get excited, boys. Wasn't this the one that Tony Romo get, used to get a plan? Sure. Yeah, good. Sure. I don't know. In the It's in the Dominican Republic? I think so. Which one has like the the holes that are called like the Jaws? Ooh. The Jaws. I didn't know you were such a Corrales Punta Cana contractor. <laughs> oh, I would imagine Rob Bolton has a little something to do with this. No, at all. No, I just remember because I wanted to watch Tony Romo to see what the hell was going on. That's yes, he did play. Game. He went 79-80 last year. Yeah, courtesy of fantasynational.com slash pods. Sick. What was the what was the tournament that he broke par at? <laughs> not this not one. Not this one. It's <laughs> not no. a par 79. Was that a web or a nationwide? That might have been it, yeah. Or a corn ferry? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Regardless, he's not he's not playing this week and he's not in my 43k lineup. <clears throat> oh. So let's get into that. I was gonna say that's a pro segue. segue, Jordan. Pro segue. I did. I finished. Did I really have the best finish, finish last week of us? I believe so. You were at a hundredth. Oh, you beat me by. I was a hundred. I was a hundred sixth. I only had, I only had uh, two guys make the cut. 
Wow, 95th. Both of them were top 15, but I only Although had two Moose, cut. only 166 people, so. Yeah, I, I only threw it out for 150 on this week's one when I post that tomorrow. So oh, so see. now, so that just, that's just inflated. Yeah. But I didn't finish So you weren't top. even top I didn't half, half the top field. half, yeah. Um, we're going to pretend we finished myself half. for 20 seconds. Just pretend. I, I made, uh, I had one of my six get through the cut last week, so that was extra stellar for me. I think I had three. I had three. I had two. Both top 15. And I was looking pretty good after day one, I thought, and then just, nope. So. Who's batting leadoff? Not me. I'm making my deal right now. Right. I'll be ready in about uh, five seconds. I'm, I'm ready-ish. Go for it, Ryan. Because uh, this is a weird tournament, and I don't know a ton of guys. So I'm going to go back to my, my winning ways of being decent at this, and I need to have a, a, a horse. And when you find out who my horse is, you'll go, Okay, good luck with that. So it's sixty three hundred. Rafael Campos. He, <laughs> well, why not? Because he's he's cheap. And then looking at Fantasy National, a lot of the green squares start to fill in at sixty three hundred. So his his stats must be kind of mid level. So I like that. Then we're gonna go straightly off of a lot of guys. The next couple guys I think played well here last year, and this is just kind of the tournament that they play well in. So I got Bads, who I think was like seventh uh, at sixty six hundred. This is, again. I mean, I don't know. He seems to be about like, I mean, he makes like 50% of his cuts now. Great putter, but we'll see. DJ Trahan. I honestly think this guy was on tour back like in the late 90s. I don't know how he's still out there, but he um, was 14th at the Safeway. So there's that. And he was top 10 here last year. So I guess that's how you keep your card is totally fly under the radar. A guy that I can only assume is going to be on Tractor's list because he sends me clips of him all the time at 6,900. And he was ninth at the Safeway. He's a Gankus boy. Hates college. Uh, Ashke Batia. Am I saying that correctly? I think it's Aksha. Aksha. So, um, like him, uh, long, lean kid. Hits it a million miles. I think it's par 72 with four par fives. So, we'll see if he can eat those up. Um, Wait, how do you even spell that? I'm trying to... A-K-S... S H A Y B H A T I A. Oh, the B H parts. Yeah, big, tall, left-handed kid. Uh, hits it a million miles. Yeah, um, what is he? Has missed he, a ton of 18? cuts, but does he now? Has a has a stellar he, he like, rookie. Do not at the Safeway. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. Like, I think it big, was like one of his first cuts he's actually made too. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I mean, big time junior resume for sure. But then uh, foregoes college and goes straight out to the big boy tour. Yeah, okay, played on exemptions and just didn't get it done. Yeah. So, but he's Blaster. here this week, and we'll see if he can keep it keep it going. Um, I got Kurt Kitayama, two European Tour wins mm. last year. Kind of stuck in limbo. Friend of ours uh, plays a decent amount of golf with Kurt, or knows him at least, and has said that he's kind of feels stuck. He wants to get back to Europe. So, don't know if uh, the Dominican Republic is going to be good to him, but we'll see. Seventy one hundred. I got Kurt Kitayama. And then my big dog at 9,500. He looked good. Ooh, I got Thomas Dietrich. Yeah, Thomas Dietrich. So, I mean, he played well at the Open. He always shows up in Europe. So, we'll give it a shot. Yeah, like I said, guy, there's not huh? there's not a ton of – there's not a lot of big names up there by any means. But I wanted Sam Burns, but I think he was a little, little over budget. I kind of wanted to take Sam Ryder just because it was supposed to be Ryder Cup week. But you, could, you still could. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to. But hear what you're saying. You said Sam Burns. I was like, oh, Sam Ryder. It's kind of had a, had a similar going for, but I like it. It's probably going to be way better than mine. I learned about a few new guys in there, so that's kind of exciting. Speaking <clears> of <throat> learning about a few new guys, so tomorrow, so I was going to do this last week, 
but I didn't really want to do it during the U.S. Open week. But I'm going to start bringing in stats from the uh, Corn Ferry Tour from last year so that guys that are graduating up here, you'll at least be able to see what they've done on the Corn Ferry Tour. And they obviously don't have the strokes gain stats, which you'll be able to see at least like driving accuracy, greens and regulation, that sort of stuff. And then when you go look at you know their stat page, you'll see how they've been kind of doing recently on that tour. Even though they haven't, when's the last time they've played over there, Paul? Corn Ferry? Yeah, Corn Ferry. They've been playing, they just had last week off, but they've been playing every week. Oh, sweet. So they're back again this week, I think, in Wichita. So yeah, I knew they were off last week. Okay, sweet. So, yeah. Um, just another value of being a FantasyNational.com member. Slash pods. And guys, if you're thinking about joining, sign up using FantasyNational.com slash pods. I don't pay these other guys to come and do this podcast. They do it out of the goodness of our heart. Out of the goodness of their heart. So you can do it. And you know what? If you're already a member, send me a message. Go, hey, I didn't know about the the discount. Can you apply this after the fact? We'll figure something out so that we can get some love to these guys. So so hit me up. Um, Let me go into my 43K so I can just sit back and listen for a while and refill my scotch. Um, At 6,500, I've got Michael Glidgick. Golick? it's G L I G I C. I would say it's gl- Glidgic. Yeah, I think it's Glidgic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, like, and I'm kind of using the uh, what I call the sneak peek right now, and I did this fairly quickly. But he was kind of one of the few guys that was trending up. He's at 6,500 bucks. Great around the green. Great approach. A little suspect with his putter. He was 14th at the Safeway. Good enough for me. I don't know if he played here. No, actually, none of these guys have ever played at the Punta Cana before, except for my top dog. Um, got Martin Laird at 6,600. Um, just 6,600 solid heat. Uh, was six at the Puerto Rico open. Like a lot of these guys that I'm picking have done kind of well at either like the 3M or the Safeway or just similar type fields to this where, you know, they've made at least two cuts in their last five. So that's really all I'm looking for this week. Um, Brandon Hagee, uh, he's at 6,900. <clears throat> JJ Spawn, he was T9 at Safeway. Spawn is just such a good ball striker and everything. Like, this should just be a field that he does well in, but he's also just a player that I've expected so much more out of. His big drawbacks is he's got kind of like brick hands around the greens. Um, Chris Baker at 7,500. Missed the cut at Safeway, but had uh, made the cut at... The previous four events there, including the Wyndham, 3M, Rocket Mortgage, and the Honda, which we were all able to go and attend back when life was normal. God, it feels like a long time ago. I mean, it was. It was. Now, but. Now it was, but still feels like a lifetime ago. And my big dog this week is Patrick Rogers, who can putt really well and is pretty good off the tee. So, and last week we saw that was a pretty good combination for Bryson. Anybody hate anything on there? Sounds yes, good. Because like it's it, going to be the last fucking place 43K lineup. <clears throat> no, I like Patrick Rodgers. It's a good pick. All right, I'll go. So last week I abandoned my normal play of how I put a lineup together, and it didn't do well. So I'm going back to the well. In my A position, Patia. <laughs> shocking, right? Not shocking. And then I'm going with Tommy Two Gloves Ganey. Sure. I think he played well down here a few years ago. I love you how you just go A guy to the 6,200. <laughs> like there's no. It's when I picked him, I picked him. Will Gordon, he's my, oh, not my premium play, but I think he should play well down there. 
Chris Kirk, he needs to keep playing well after coming back, so I think he'll be decent. G-Mac, I'm kind of surprised he's playing in this thing. He won last year. That's right. So I know I'm not surprised he's playing in it. Uh, and then uh, Peter Uline. So I got... I think you're missing a guy. Nope, I'm not. That's six, baby. Remaining salary, 7000 Batia, Ganey, Gordon, Kirk, McDowell, Uline. Tractor, now that you went back to your old strategy, I'm feeling even better about myself because we have three of the same picks. Ooh. Let's so hear them. I'm going with the... I have no research on... You know, where these guys have finished the last few tournaments, anything like that. But um, I've also got two gloves, my bar- bottom barrel guy. I think he's, a, he's been pretty steady on Corn Ferry this year, so I don't know. And I know who he is. But um, <laughs> then we're going with pick. three guys in a row that have all won on tour that are all kind of prime for like, hey, this guy, you know, good bounce back story. So uh, 7,000 Patton Kazire. I think he's started to play a little better. It's like a couple made cuts recently, but he's won a couple times, so. I don't know. Uh, 7,300 Kevin Chappell. 7,400 I also have Chris Kirk. So this this is like team redemption. Yeah. And then my last two, I'm kind of going with the young guys that are due for a win. Uh, I also have Chris Baker, who Moose had. And then I have Will Gordon as well. So, I don't know. Pretty, pretty, had five guys between 7,000 and 7,600. So, I didn't really spend up this week. But, again, I think... The guys in the 7,000 range are not that much different than the guys that are 9 or 10. So I would agree to that. I can agree. Some of the guys on there seem very expensive. I'll, I'll have to reach out to Don here, too, and see what his schedule is looking like, too. Because if they're going to be playing all the time this year and he's willing to get on here, we should we should take advantage of that a little bit more, I feel. It'd be interesting to like hear research what, so what protocol is like in the Dominican Republic versus like stateside. I'm actually quite surprised that they can't even do this in the Dominican, honestly. Yeah. How buttoned up it is. Maybe it's more, maybe it's less, but... Like, is there anywhere that you can really go right now without being quarantined for two weeks outside of the U.S.? Or, like, how about when these guys get back, can any of these guys play for two weeks? Oh, that's a good question. <clears throat> maybe they say they get, like, an exemption because they've had to do all the quarantine stuff on tour, like, the entire time. You know? Like, they're pretty... Say that one more time. I, like, they've kind of already been... You chopped up there for me. They've kind of been in quarantine the entire time, you know, like, while playing and, like, kind of in their own little bubbles. So maybe they get, like, an exemption going into another country because nothing's really changed. But again, I guess they're getting on a plane, That's right? Fair. So, I guess... Not I guess to go all CDC here, but Tractor, like, how fast does COVID hit? Like, if we go hang out and I have it and I give it to you, how fast does it register? Is it, no like, idea. a day, an hour, a minute? No a idea. week, probably different for everybody. Yeah, we'll we'll let's, leave that to the. Let's seat. get to water now before we yeah. start going cold. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to talk about it. it. Sounds like a riveting topic. I just love to talk about COVID. So much fun. Mm-hmm. Um. So okay, I'd rather, well, I'd rather hear about your four day bender. So let's let's blow through the rest of this stuff. Do it. All right, one and done. Pretty good week. We had three top tens. Uh, Moose Xander Shoffley, fifth place. Rhino, DJ, T6, myself, Justin Thomas, T8, Tractor, Miscut with Tommy Fleetwood. So the big news is I am only $16,000 behind Tractor. Ooh. So I'm almost yeah. almost out of last place. He'll probably pass me this week. This but, uh, this could be the comeback of the century. Yeah, so Moose has five points. This could be like four. making a par. This could be like making a par in a hole where you like duff your first shot, yeah. hit a tree on your second one. This will be the freaking tournament I win, like. The Punta Cana where the winner gets like 500000 Yeah. What a, yeah, only 500000 for winning. But 
Yeah. yeah, so Moose has about a $2 million lead over Rhino, and then Rhino's a million or better above me and Tractor. So um, so I have the first pick. This guy is second on Moose's simulator, playing smooth golf lately. Uh, we're going Sam Burns this week. Bitch. Mm. Tractor, enjoy your hey. last week of not picking first. Well, I'm going, ah! I'm going Mackenzie Hughes. Shocking. He's listed number one on Bolton's deal. Mm-hmm. I'll go. I'm not going to get to pick him, and I already I'm riding him hard in 43k. I'll go Thomas Dietrich. Hmm. The Dietrich dish. <laughs> That's, actually That's good a good nickname. nickname. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to go. Uh, I think I've already used Will the Thrill Fish Sticks Gordon. Uh, who's number third? I and mean, even if I have, I'm not using. Um, I'm going to go Seth Straka, who's number one on the uh, simulator this week. Um. But I, I pay attention to the guys that are top 7 to 10 on the simulator here this week. Uh, the, this is the type of field that the simulator typically does pretty well on. So just throwing that out there. So we'll go Sepp Straka. Hopefully um, he doesn't get super hot and I'm going to not want to use him. He didn't even make spot. Bolton's top 15. <laughs> Bolton's clearly not using Fantasy National. Yeah, get him on. Yes. Yes. Well, let me let me just even see here, like what Sepp's been doing lately to even see. Okay, yeah, he is 14th at Safeway, two missed cuts, does good at pretty much everything except for around the green. So, oh yeah, I'm fine with that. But interesting to see that he's hey, he just had two bad tournaments. Other than that, he's been pretty solid since July. But you know what? When you got a two million dollar lead, you can kind of just True. pick guys like Sepp mm-hmm. until somebody lights a fire into my ass. That's where we're going. Do you think Sep is like short for anything? September. Well, there's two P's though. <laughs> Sep. But I like September. Oh yeah, I know. I, I, you know, you're right. I didn't, I didn't hear you say the P long enough. But it's a hard P. P. That's back to one of my other favorite uh, Mitch Hedberg jokes. We mentioned that a little while ago. He's like, I had a girlfriend named Lynn, and I kept, and her name was L Y N. And I kept saying her name wrong because I kept saying Lynn, which was saying the N too long or something like that. Like with two N's. Yeah, with two N's. I think I did that backwards, but clearly not Mitch Hedberg. All right. Okay. So <laughs> Burns, Dietrich, Straka, Hughes off the board for NASA. Again, how this works, we partner up, switch partners every week, front back total for all three rounds. So 12 points total available. Any ties, zero points. No ties last week, though. Uh, Rhino and I with a big 10 to 2 victory over yep, Moose and Tractor. Rahm and McElroy take down Webb and Tractor buckled between Morikawa and Bryson. He took Morikawa. So the miscut, miscut Oops. cost him. But so pretty crazy now our standings. Rhino is now in first wow. with 131 points. Boom. Tractor and I are tied for second with 129. So we're only two points back and Moose is distant fourth with 109. So. So you know what the worst part about me being in last place is? There's really like, no way you can get out of it. Like I don't think <clears throat> there's that. Too, well, that now, like I feel game. like I have to like do all kinds of development work to like go. Okay, I need to start tracking who picks who and like how many times your partner's there so that I can justify my position because I feel like I've been making some decent picks and I keep getting fucked by picks like tractors. Well, that's sort of like when it just takes like time. Fall, beginning of the year. Every guy I picked missed the cut in one and done. In one and mm-hmm. done. I was I was yeah. pre-COVID, I think. Well, now that I'm on top of the mountain, 
I was not. I wasn't just in last. I was dead fucking last by a lot. Yeah, you you have gotten on a heater. You just got to go on. I'm actually on a good good Nassau run here too. But who are the teams this week, Paul? It's me and you. So sweet. Okay, we're gonna table talk this year. I won't make a shitty pick this week. Feel free to though. I mean, it's gonna be pretty hard to guarantee that this week. I feel like this is the biggest fucking like. If you if you just look at DraftKings when you make your lineups and you scroll through, it's like the best you see is like, oh, made 12 of 29 cuts. <laughs> like there's just, okay, this is my guy. And by the way, most expensive guy this week, what the fuck? Will. No, he's not. Yeah, Zalatoris. Yes, Zalatoris. Yeah. Because he, cause he wait, who, who's, who's got some love coming the other way? Is that Jordan? Okay. Oh, he's going to take off his headphones to deal with it. Okay. Um, yeah. So, anyways, I will flip the uh, ceremonial tea. It's us. Why don't you go, Moose? Do you want to go? So, um, you get your pick of the litter? Or? I mean, do you have anybody that you're like loving? I, I'm not really super thrilled or keen on anybody at the moment. But I mean, um, it could be. What? I like Adam Long a lot this week. Really? I don't know. Yeah, actually, he, he ranks fourth in my model here on in he's the not sneak that league. high of a similar, but he's been playing pretty steady lately. He won yeah, the thirteenth last week. He won that. Do you bob. think that? Go ahead. Were you he gonna say like what? he? Well, he won the whatever the Bill Clinton Bob Hope thing is a, a couple years ago. Yeah, I feel like this is kind of a similar. I hear you with that. My my just concern is that like he played he last week, and yeah, yeah I, I could see that. Um, but we can pass on him. That's. Corey Connors played last week. But he missed the cut, though. Yeah. So, like, he's, like, kind of like, okay, let me go play Cakewalk. Like, and actually, I kind of like that play to begin with just because guys ass handed to him and now he gets to go he play. He was another guy that I thought of. Should I take him? Yeah. You can take him. I like that. Okay. I'll go Corey Connors. Mm-hmm. Jordan, they almost took my guy. I'm thinking Adam Long. Love it. Do it. Adam Long. I feel thought like for sure when, you got, when Paul him, brought it up, he's going to smoke me. He's going to take it, and I was going to be so pissed. Um, weird, by the way. What's weird? The tractor wanted Adam Long. Oh, yeah. Is he high up on He's Bolton's? number two on Bolton's list. Um, yeah. I think that's just such a recency. I mean, the guy has been playing well, so there's no question. But BMW, Northern Trust, Wyndham, PGA. We also finished bottom. 31st in the FedEx Cup, right? So he's one of the – for a, a year's worth of work, he's one of the best players in the field. There's that too. I mean, he's just kind of been treading water in terms of strokes gained on everything else. And again, like I said, he's played less. Hard to say you're treading water when you finish 31st in the FedEx. I actually said it quite easily, but I hear what you're saying. Um, I just feel like a guy like Stenson should murder this field, Paul. Like, do you hate that? Yeah, I don't like it. He's not been playing. Okay. Like, for him, like, what does winning this tournament do for him? Like, does he really care? Why I'm confused why he's even playing it. Is it because he gets to go to Puerto Rico? Well. I mean, he's the, he has to be the most premier name in this tournament for the most part. And then someone took Sam Burns and won and done, correct? Yes. Yeah. This is just such a fucking shitty field. Um, Grio would be the other one that I'd like to go with, just that he's been around. You know what I mean? Like, you just feel like. God, are we going to start instituting got- a shot clock in this game? Okay. I'll go Grio. Grio. Fuck it. I'm done. Four cuts straightly. I mean, lately. The guy's good player. This is just full of such shitty players that these guys that are just decent that stick around every week should rise to the top. So we'll go with Rio. I also feel, Moose, this is the type of week where 
your website pays off the most because everyone's just going to pick names they know, mm-hmm. I mean, like me and t- me included. And anyone who has any ability to do stat research, I think, is going to do well this week, right? Oh, this is – yeah, absolutely. I mean, as opposed to last week where it's like just a fucking crapshoot of which top name guys show up. This week it's like there's just a lot of guys that you've got a ton of information, you got a ton of stuff to go on. Unfortunately, well, that's like it'd be interesting. Moose and haven't had a chance to research much yet. Figure out like percent on Henrik Stenson. Um, it's got to be. I mean, I bet in the end of the day, it's really high. Right now, he's at about ten percent. And I mean, honestly, Chris Baker's at sixteen point eight percent. But that's amongst us- users of our site, though, too. So that's kind of a. Yeah. I mean, I feel like know, the average the people that our site are. A little bit sharper than most. Oh, they're the sharpest there. Yes, the average Joe Blow is not going to be. They're going to be. I mean, yeah, they're going to no, see Henrik Stenson. Like, track oh, on that. Henrik Stenson. I know that guy. He has to win here. He almost won the Open. Yep. So he again, did win the Open. If you're looking to join Fantasy National, go to fantasynational.com slash pods. If you're already a member and perhaps your annual member is coming up, you'd like to save some money, send us a message and we'll figure out what we can do to. Get you on the fantasynational.com slash pods to help out the pods. Because clearly we all put a ton of time and effort into this. Literally minutes. But actually we do because we're here right now. True. It's like Literally two hours. hours every Monday. All right, Rhino, who's Adam Long's partner? Sure. Um, We can do a little table talk here. I feel like this is simple, but I'm going to make it challenging for you, Tractor, because okay. both these guys I think you like. Pat Perez, Charlie Hoffman. I mean, honestly, mm. I think Hoffman over Perez. Sounds like an awesome night at the bar. Though, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just feel like Hoffman is a little better. And also, I all, I, I really think that uh, Pat with a little kid and he's on vacation, basically, going to have some fun at the bar. Well, he's made a lot of cuts. I don't. Dude, I'm he, t- meaning I, he wants to stay for the weekend. I mean, I'm torn. Yeah, he doesn't want all. I mean, yeah, I'm. I mean, it's a that that's a coin flip to me, dude. Between those two, so I pick whichever one you like better. Uh, we'll go Hoffman. You want me to flip for it? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 because that right, would so that would have worked last week had you flipped and got Bryson. Oh, damn. But all right, so your guy was Connors so and Connors and Grio for Moose and I, and then Long Hoffman for Tractor Rhino, and we don't need to spend any time on it. But um, a couple weeks ago, we each picked four players. For the 2021 season, we bet it 100 bucks a piece. Winner takes the pot. Total wins, and uh, Moose has Bryson DeChambeau on his team, so that was the first win of that that game. So Moose is the so, first one on the board. Here's one. what I was thinking too: is that like so? None of us have anybody that's in the field this week, right? Should we allow people to drop people throughout the year and like pick other people up and like create a waiver wire pool or? I don't think Should so. Should we be stuck with our four guys? I think you're stuck, stuck with your four guys. Okay. Because, like, so I could pick up Will Zalatoris this week and then just pick Brooks Kepka back up next week? Like, yeah. And also yeah. the point. And well, also well, the, would you pick Brooks Kepka up in the next week, though? How long would you How long would also you the, out for? Also, the point of it, though, was to pick, like, who do you think is going to have the best, yeah. most wins in a full year? Right. Also, yeah. Otherwise, it just becomes a, every week is a you're just picking your best, you know, Mm-hmm. Which four guys you think have the best chance to win? Granted, you don't want to risk losing. Well, something. yeah, I, there'd be guys that I'm not going to like give up. But, no, I think we just well, that's this was the yeah. No, that, that was, was the that best. was the game. I was just <laughs> saying like okay, maybe we could make it a little interesting. But yes, I'm 
I maybe we had so like, what? Why do we what? Maybe we why had would like I give it twenty guys each. We had to pick like people to drop or something. But like no one on my team, I'd really want to drop for anyone else like that much. And anyone who drops me, your shitty Yeah, I think you'd need more players. You're right to be able to like drop and pick guys up. Yeah, yeah. Or you need to play. Or like, yeah, you need more players. Sweet. Well, congratulations, Moose. You're off to an early lead. Oh, just another game. I'm I will say that. though, I don't so, really think that event should count as part of the 2021 so season. So, just recapping, yes. recapping. So, I'm winning at life. I'm winning at one and done, and I'm winning at this new game. And you're in your last place in NASA. NASA. So you're yeah. a bad teammate. But did you guys catch that first one? Mm-hmm. You're winning at life. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Hot, well, okay. I, I am also becoming the master of segues. Speaking of winning at life, how did this weekend go? I thought it went fantastic. Um, I was partnered with Derek. For, so we had the All Fall Classic at Hazeltine, which is one of my favorite events of the year to play in and participate in. Um, I was partnered with Derek Fernholz for the second time in as many years. And you guys played together last time. year too? Yep, we did. There's three teams, I think, that got doubled up this year. Really? That's crazy. Which is crazy because it's like a like a Why one in one in twenty one in twenty chance that you get the same guy, assuming that all the same guys are playing in the field. Because there's an A player and a B player. So Paul, why don't you walk through like how the event's structured? Yeah, so I think quick. there's forty four people this year, but yeah, so it's um, oh, it was a smaller field this year. No, that's this is a bigger field. Oh, forty four is bigger than it's usually forty. But um yeah, so like Moose said, they have forty four guys, so the top twenty two guys are considered A players, handy by handicap, bottom twenty two are B players. So A and a B, your partners all day. So, uh, so there's four nines. So 36. Yeah, we show up at seven o'clock in the morning, right? And yep. Don't know who your partner is. Random pairings. But yeah, front nine is just one out of two balls count. So a best ball. The second nine is a Chapman. So we each hit our tee shots. Then we switch. Also known as Pinehurst for other people. Sure. Then each player hits the other's ball. Then you pick the best one and play alternate shot from there. Third nine is scramble. And then the fourth nine, when everybody's worn out and most drunk. people are drunk. Uh, both balls count with no max score. So play your own ball out for the last nine. Yeah, it's fun. But, yeah. Would you guys agree that Chapman's your favorite format of the whole thing, or would you say that? Yeah, I like Chapman. Uh, I sometimes scramble is fun. It kind of depends on your partner. Like it, sometimes it's fun to just play with somebody who isn't, you know, might not really hit it out of their shadow. Like I've, I've oh, had yeah. some, I've had some yeah. really fun experiences in, in scramble. But yeah, I agree. Chapman is. Well, I can see for you, you're in your too, own. especially that like you're probably Chapman, getting yeah. put in places that you're never getting put into in Chapman for your second shot. And you're like, okay, this is no, and that's fun. fun too. But I, I've had it kind of goes the other way where I've had a couple of experiences and, and done really well in scramble where the guy I'm with is like, you know, I've never been down here. And then they go, they hit, you know, wedge to five <laughs> feet. Like, oh, yeah. Look at you go. Yeah. Easier than an 11 would from back there. Um, Actually, Chapman, Derek and I, we were fucking cruising in Chapman this year. We were... So, first of all, this was probably the hardest I've ever played this tournament. Would you agree, Paul? Yeah. I mean, we had two middle two nines are from the Blues, and it was windy. Windy, firm, and as fast. Greens are fast. Like 13, 2, 3. Did you get the report, Paul? No. Okay. Um, But, yeah. I mean, they were just... They were rolling, so it was not tough. But we were... We were even going to 16, so we were even through five. So we were playing great until we got to our... No, that's still... I think we were... Me and my partner were one over going to that, but yeah. 
So then we went, we went double, triple. We tripled, uh, we took a six on 17. Yeah, we doubled 17. That was, I mean, even for me, it was a four iron. Like, yeah, it went was to a green complex pit. that's really yeah. kind of set up for like eight iron or less. Yeah, well, and, and my partner like, hit in the water first, so it's like, okay, I gotta hit it right somewhere, and that's not really that good either. <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, so we, so yeah, we shot five over with, so we made, we made seven pars, but had a double and a triple, so. Yep. That was the extent of Things our day. Things happened like Chapman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but it was fun. We had a good time. Had good partners and stuff. And you played with uh, Dells, right? Yep. Fresh off of, uh, I don't know, he's got a plate and eight screws in his shoulder or something, but. Oh, he's been playing for like a month. Yeah. No, I, no we, had, we had a good time. He played well. We just couldn't get any putts to drop, but. You guys finished the money on one of the nights? Uh, not, no, I think that. Uh, we were close. Did you get did you get close to the money in any of the events? So you get paid out in every single. We nine, won like right? twenty five dollars for finishing third in the last nine. Oh, that's nice. Beats a stick but, in the eye. Yeah, we had a little nine hole roll'em game our last nine holes that we was was good for us. So nice. I yeah, shot two. I shot thirty eight on my own ball. I was pretty pumped on that. I bogeyed uh, sixteen and eighteen. So, so Derek or sixteen play well. seventeen. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I played well, but hmm? so Derek didn't play well. Uh, not net four. I think we. So like I was like net two under, and I think we finished net four over. You know, net four over. But like all in all, we had a good time. It wasn't like he was a slouch, or you know, like I couldn't. Like it was like I was dragging him along. It's like there was plenty of times during ch- like the the double and the triple that we had. Probably three of those strokes were my bad. You know, right there. Um, we didn't do anything spectacular in in scramble. We ham and egged it pretty well in the best ball, but we were still just like even par. So that's pretty sad. Now that I think back on it, yeah. But the uh, the highlighted event is uh, Moose and a couple others. We have the uh, they have the Old Fall Band. Uh, we had a little gathering, social distancing gathering outside, kind of between the second and seventeenth holes, and big bonfire and pig roast and all that good stuff. And you guys had nine nine songs this year. Yeah, yeah, we did. It was fun. Like that's that's the thing about this event is it's kind of hard for me to like thoroughly enjoy the golf because I've got this whole big production that goes on at the end of it. But yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, we had nine songs this year. Um, <clears throat> Patrick Hunt helped out a lot and wrote four of them this year. So that's that's uh, the Palmanex season long roll reroll partner. Oh, that's a nice way to say butt buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it was good. I mean, I felt like it went off pretty well. The venue was great. Um, yeah, my wife said it was super yeah. cool. And Tracker was too good for the old fall this year, and he went up north on a yeah, like a golf twelve man team deal. Um, so and we actually played a full some, eight. I want to hear. Chat. I want to hear about this. I will say that I'm gonna like post something out of like links to our show, and I'll kind of like say, hey, here's the ones that you don't necessarily need to know people to like enjoy our songs, and maybe you can check it out and. Uh, just hate on me and we're not good musicians. That's not the point. We're not like good musicians. It's we take songs that everybody knows and then we make fun of other members or just the game of golf in general. But honestly, yeah, so for three people who like to just kind of like randomly like jam out, you guys do a great job. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. I, I think the anybody who's listening this long in the podcast and also would tune in to said Stewie YouTube Wilson. clip would, would definitely agree. And I would guess that most clubs have something like this, but I would guess that the quality of the music coming from from Hazeltine is, is a little better. It w- it was pretty funny. I was in line for breakfast 
and uh, a guy, it was, it was his first event, and <clears throat> I was talking to him, and I'm like, here's your first one, right? He goes, yeah. I said, hey, yeah, it's an awesome time, you know, blah, 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 and tonight, you know, the party's even even better, and he's like, yeah, so what's this concert that they have? Like, he had no <laughs> idea that it was like, you four idiots playing songs about people, like... <laughs> Oh, he like thought it was like some yeah. He like thought oh, what, are they bringing some band or something that you know? Like, Wait, f- who's the fourth? Who's Feist, the fourth? Feist. Beatle? Oh, Feist, 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 Feist is the drums now. Oh, really? Yeah, it makes it sound so much better. Like honestly, like and it makes us sound so much better because we're not just all like just and totally off tempo. That was an awesome mouth mouth guitar guy. Yeah. But yeah, so, and actually Feist is really good. So in the past, me and uh, the Palmanex butt buddy uh, tend to butt heads pretty hard when we get to this thing because we're both kind of like creative type A's and we're like, no, my way is the highway. And then Feist is just like this calming influence. He's like, oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I think this is it. We're like, oh, yes. Yes, let's do that, Jason. That's great. So Feist was amazing as always. And uh, Hawk is just so good. Hawk is our lead singer. He is one of the more eccentric members of our club, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. He wears... Oh, well, and also... He won the tournament, too. Mm-hmm. And, and Tractor's former brother-in-law, honestly. Oh, that's right. So he shot 36, the final nine. Mm-hmm. As a... What is he, about a six? Oh, oh he's got to be... He was a B player, so he's... Like maybe like a maybe a USGA nine. six, yeah, course right. nine, course nine, or lucrative. Yeah. That's gonna Which, get it done. Not gonna lie, I was a little butt hurt by that because I was feeling pretty good about my thirty eight in those conditions. Well, humble the... brag, I had thirty seven. Oh, boom. oh, nice, oh. Polly. I can take that from you. A, well, like a, I expect with a, you with to a dub, with a double. I know, well, well, I expect you to come in better than me. But like when I play good, I don't expect the hawk to come in lower than me. So. But good for you, man. So yeah, which, yeah, which so hold you double? What hold you double? Uh, 12. Fairway bunker, greenside bunker, kind of half bladed it into the bunker across the green. And then, yeah. So double birdie, seven pars. It happens. It happens. No, no yeah. What you, hit it good. So she got her big semifinal match for the season-long four ball tomorrow at 130. So. Did you guys win yesterday? I didn't play yesterday. Oh, I thought you and Nard were playing somewhere. We're playing no, you're thinking, you're thinking of Feist and Feist and played in the semis of the singles yesterday. Nope, we are playing our semifinal match tomorrow at 1.30. Um, and you have the, to play two human beings now, right? Yeah, so well, I think our last 27 holes in this, we played two on one. So, um, Tractor, you had a big tournament this, this week up in Crystal Meth Country. How did that go? <laughs> Crystal Meth Country? I was in Big Money North. You're yeah, in Crystal in Meth God's Country. country man. <laughs> yeah, you're over at Malax's Crystal Meth Country. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, no, it was fun. We had uh, 12 guys. Aren't you right on Malax too? What? Aren't you right on Malax too? No. no. We're on Hubert. In, we're right up like next to Gull. The other side of the road from Gull. Brainerd, Baxter, Nisswa. So, you, so you're like 20 minutes from Malax. No, like 10. an hour. What? Yeah, it's like a, okay. Nisswa, Brainerd area is about an hour straight west. Okay, fair enough. Sorry, I thought you were, I thought you were in straight math country. We're okay. No, I know you're Continue. familiar with that part of the land. Um... No, it was good. The Pines right now, anyone in Minnesota, is, I mean, all year their greens have been really, really good. They're phenomenal. They actually put, uh, surprisingly, the Classic to super shame. Classic was, without a doubt, the worst condition it's ever been in. 
that I've played it on. Like, it's fine. Like, it's good. But you're used to, you know, like, a pretty pristine, like, fast greens, pristine, and it, I don't know what they're, what's going on over there, but uh, very disappointed. What, what was the format of your event? Um, they did, we did, oh, so we did, like, day one was best ball, day two, Chapman. So we played 18 holes of Chapman, which is actually Ooh. really fun. Um, and then uh, singles. And my team, we forfeited the singles because we were down by so much. So <laughs> we got smoked. It was fun though. Too much drinking, too much golf. I'm still a little hungover. Which I bet if someone like went back onto these pods for Monday night and the amount of times I've said I'm still hungover from the weekend, it's got to be five or six. At least you're not playing oh, tonight. So good work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I slept. I took a pretty good nap today, about four hours worth. So waking oh, up. That's not a Are nap. you a toddler? Sleep. Who sleeps your fucking four hours in the middle of the day? People who are still hungover and exhausted. <laughs> You're just jealous you don't get to sleep for four hours in the it's, middle of the day. No. Sleep for four hours in the middle of the night, maybe. I don't know how you do it. I'd die. But no, 18 holes of Chapman um, is actually super fun. I believe it. I mean, so like, no, I basically, I kind of like put, it wasn't my thing. I just played in it because they need another guy. And like, they're talking about their four bat. And I was like, have you guys ever played Chapman? Like, we should have, there should be some team thing. Plus, like, we're playing 36 that day, the first round in the morning. Like, do you really want to grind your own ball? Like, when you're still hung, trying to kind of get back to drinking pace. And so I kind of explained, like, ah, oh, that sounds fun. Like, half the guys were like, yeah, that sounds fun. The other half were like, I don't know. And we were done. Every person was like, that was a ton of fun, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's kind of an alternate shot deal, but you'd hit way more shots. So, yeah. And I think a lot of these guys, I mean, I play enough golf where if you just said, hey, this week we're playing a scramble, they're like, cool, let's go. Like, I don't care about playing my own ball that much. Because I play all the time, so it's not like, oh, I didn't even got to play my own ball in a month. I want to know what I was going to shoot. Like, you know, we already played a couple rounds prior to that up there, and we were playing two rounds after, so it's not like any of these guys missed out on anything, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, everyone thought it was really fun. They're like, that's a really fun format. And they were actually talking about, like, modifying it to um, par fives. You had to hit each other's balls three times, you got, you know? And then the alternate shot came later, which I thought... Wait. Kind Wait, so like, so... You'd, you'd switch again, where normally you go to all shot, you'd switch again, and then add all shots. So all shot would be your fourth shot, not your third. I, I can see that on par fires. I mean, I mean, I, at the same time, that's kind of what I like about, uh, that's kind of what I like about Chapman, is having to have that determination is who do you want to take the first putt and who do you want to hit the approach? Yep, that's why like, So awesome. that's, yeah. I think those guys just kind of liked how you could get in a real dicey position. And so adding another dicey position on one, they thought, like, of just like, oh, man, this guy fucked me. It'd be just, like, kind of fun. Uh, I played with Shooter and Z in our first 18. Oh, he was pair of Z? Fun. Yeah, it was fun. Um, and I will say that. No, I won't say. Um, but anyways, on their first hole, they took a triple on the first hole. Wait, <laughs> what, what was the fist pound? There? I was given knuckles. Oh, yeah? To who, me? To everyone. Yeah, I like it. I'll take Knuckles. Are you Boom. high or what, what's going on over there? Paul has a great Z Daddy story about Knuckles. I do. Huh. I know he likes Knuckles. Well, anyway, so, so about before him. Before the Knuckles, before the Knuckles. So it was like, but that was that was kind of like the cool part. It's like these guys, these guys, I think they shot four under on best ball. And their first hole of Chapman, I think they took a seven or an eight. That's impressive in Chapman. I mean, you are just fucked from the beginning. Then they both yeah. Get so one of them put a one of them. So I think Z Daddy hit his drive twenty yards. What? And Ruel hit his like straight left into the yeah. He like topped it and then 
well, or and then Z hit his into the weeds, or so you vice versa, whatever. Sure, sure. Somebody like, and then and then they ended up taking. So yeah, so actually, Ruel must have hit it twenty yards because Z then put it hit over the tree. He was somewhere else, but then Ruel hit his their third shot into the water over the green. Like I mean, so then penalty strokes. Like it just it all went to fucking shit in a handbasket really quick, but um, made me feel really good because we were suddenly like caught up with them after one hole. Like because we were I think one under even, we made par, and uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's it's such a fun format. Like I I would like I would rather do eighteen holes of Chapman and then another than scramble. But I, I hear Rhino likes scrambles, so scrambles are fun. I mean, I like Chapman. Chapman's faster actually. It oh, is, yeah, way too faster. <laughs> Two I mean, we play so we too play, is we not like, easy. Two person scramble, like you, you know, everybody's used to playing four person scrambles and charity events where you're like right. going like 19 under oh, or whatever. Anywhere around even, normally, you know, four or under is pretty good. <sighs> we had we had a fucking double on our team in scramble. Wow, that's that embarrassing. What? Do you both hmm? pop? One Please out? explain. Play on eight. I could see it like eight easily. Uh, wash it on eight. It in the water, yeah. like playing. Uh, it was sixteen, I think. Again, no, wait, no, no, eight, because it was the front nine. It was the front nine. I don't even remember what it was. Was it a par three, par four? Get, look, we'll come back to it. I'm going to try thinking this back, but I know for a fact we had a, we had a double. It was not pretty. Yeah, that's uh, tough. But yeah, Chapman super fast. We played. We were the first group out at at the Pines, and we played in. Took our sweet time and played in, I don't know, two hours and 30 minutes. Wow. Wait, two hours and 30 minutes in Chapman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're in carts, I'm assuming. Yep. Yeah, that's true. And uh, the guys. In front of you, obviously. And you know, when you, there's a lot of trees up there. So when you just pump one into the woods and the other guy's down the fairway, you're normally not going to go take the drop and hit three. You're just not. You just got to keep moving. So, but no, Chapman, I think that's one of my favorite formats of golf. For sure. Rhino, what's been going on with you lately? Um, I played White Bear Yacht Club. Played thirty six oh, yeah? on Friday. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Zach Blair or the Green Show on that club. If I don't, yeah, it's pretty it. dope. I mean, old school Donald Ross, one of the oldest in the state. Are the Greens pretty good since they redid them? Yeah, yeah they just... are. Except they punched them like four days before I got there. They were supposed to do it ten days before I got there, and then they took a week off. So, kind of a buzzkill. Showed up. Everything's good. Um, super excited. One of our buddies in town from Florida and. Group of guys that I see at least maybe once a year, maybe twice max, kind of a thing. So had it on the docket. Couldn't have had a better day. Shorts and quarters up, kind of a day. My kind of weather, and we're walking down one, and my buddy Seth is like, "Oh yeah, the course is just so great." Other than we just punched. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. But uh, no, the course is. I mean, it, I always try to keep it in my top five list in the state of Minnesota. I think Northland has officially taken it over. Um, and I played well. It was honestly, I mean, I've had putting issues probably for the last month. And uh, with the new putter, I'm starting to really get it dialed in. And I made a lot of clutch putts in the back the back 18. But it's it's a little too blind for me. I mean, I, it'd be interesting to see like a, how uh, a long, like how, how would Bryson play a course like that? Because it's one of those courses that, there are a few holes out there that you fly at 290 and it comes back to 275. So where where would something like that? Where would Bryson fly at 350? I don't know. All I know is I love the hole where you get a tee off over the highway or the road or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's 12, and that one is <coughs> that that 
tee box also needs a little bit of work too. I mean, there's erosion on all sides of it. So yeah. it's now you have like everybody stands in the exact same spot. Well, because it's it the whole, the well, how, how big spot. is, how big is that tee box? Ten it, well, it's, so five? yeah, I played it probably five times and this was six and seven and it's, uh, man, I don't know. It's it, like I said, everybody's teeing up in the same spot. Well, cause there's no room. Exactly. There's just fall off on all sides. It's not a very good tee box to begin with, but regardless, it's a cool course. It's, I mean, it's, it's one where I'd like to play a lot more to know where the hell I'm going. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, you're like, uh, you're talking about blind shots, dude. There's just, I think again, like 18, we didn't play with a member. We've got, we played during like reciprocity mm-hmm. and none of us noticed the, um, the rock you're supposed to hit. The over. little bear. Yeah. They've got a yeah. little bear now. So you hit it over the bear and it's like, uh, you have way more room on the right than you think. Because well, I, I roasted. Uh, you don't have a ton because Bowlesby hit it well into the driving range one day. And we thought he was like, we're like, oh, I think that's pretty good. That's a shitty range. shot. If you hit it in the driving range, that's a fucking terrible shot. We had no idea where we were going. Yeah, because I hit it like three yards offline on the left in the morning. And my buddy's like, oh, yeah, it's in the bunker. Like, well, that's not. I, I hit 200 both times. You, you got you want to favor the right side of the Bears ear, then you're good. But regardless, yeah, played, it was nice. Good played, time regardless. Played, Awesome, yeah. You guys so carded they redid, or both fit? Uh, it, they redid the uh, clubhouse too, by the way. Oh, like what level redo? Redo. Um, it was a restoration, I would say, okay. to to keep it fitting with like yacht club times. Um, so it's track. I walked in there and I was like, "This is great!" And tractor, you would love it. Mm-hmm. It is. It's uh hoity-toity, approachable. Like it's beautiful. They did an awesome job with it. So. Speaking so of yacht clubs, and we should probably just end this too because we're getting long. Maybe I'll cut this out. Yeah, but uh, yeah, one of my favorite charity events to go to every year, and we haven't gone for probably two or three years, but the Wyzetta Yacht Club has a youth in yachting mm-hmm. fundraiser every year where you can like go and buy fancy wine. And it's like it always makes me feel good that I can get like the youth of Wyzetta into yachting. It's one of my <laughs> most... Got to teach kids how to sail, man. Yeah. It's a it's, life skill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. And that concludes the most recent installment of Nice Shot Pods. On behalf of Tractor, the Rhino, Paul, and myself, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.